Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I am so excited this week to have my friend Vincent Katuku of Caring Hearts and Hands of Hope Ministries. Vincent often writes for Christian Living Magazine, but today he's agreed to join me to talk about a story our own Gabe Bunderson did on the schools he started in Kenya through Caring Hearts and Hands of Hope Vincent, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, it's an honor and a blessing to see you again and to be here. You know, many of our listeners may have listened to your radio show that used to be in this exact same time slot. (laughs) Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I promise I didn't chase him out. While others may know you as a motivational speaker, and and that's actually how I first knew of you, Hmm. was as a motivational speaker. And on my motivation board in my office, I still have, it's been there for years, but it's there to remind me, your top 45 must-know life lessons for top achievers. That is scary. (laughs) You have motivated me for a long time, long before we became friends. Mm -hmm. So we met at church. We actually go to church, but it's so funny because our pastor said to me one day, well, you know Vincent. And I said, no. It's a large church with multiple services, oh, yes. Oh, yes. and so oh, yes. so it was actually Pastor Tom that mm-hmm. brought us together and said, you two need to know each other, and I'm so glad he did. So how are you these days? Actually, blessed, uh, like everybody else in America, uh, just thinking about uh, what's next and excited about life. One of the things I thought many years ago is that you can't just sit down and cry. You have to get up and do something. Yep. So I guess, I, I guess I'm doing something. <laughs> You just keep doing something. Yes. I do to my staff emails often, it's closed with onward and upward. We have things to do. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of set the stage here by taking this story straight off of the Caring Hearts website, if that's okay. And I'll try not to get choked up because every time I've read this, I have got a huge mm-hmm. lump in my throat. Mm-hmm. But it's titled Uncommon Kindness and Determination to Save Children. This is the second time. This girl has passed her class eight exams, but she will have to repeat again. Mr. Bernard, mm-hmm. he, is it Kivuva? Kivuva. Kivuva, mm-hmm. um, principal at the Kangudu primary mm-hmm. school, said almost in tears. He was showing me how his, his school had performed in the 2010 Kenya Certificate of Primary Education exams. Unfamiliar with the circumstances that prevent poor children from joining high school in Kenya after passing the eighth grade, I asked, why did she repeat if she passed? What is the reason for repeating this time, given that she has passed again? She is a total orphan, Mr. Kivuva said with a trembling voice. It was my first time to hear the term total orphan. In a few minutes, he had shown me another girl's performance. Her father suffers from a myriad of health issues that are compounded by severe mental illness. She too had repeated and was doomed to repeat again with no hope of joining high school. They are kept in eighth grade. This is the part that just kills me. Mm -hmm. They are kept in eighth grade so that they can grow taller and get married, he Mm -hmm. said, now with tears flowing unchecked. He closed the door to his office and educated me how the country I left in the mid-80s before AIDS 
created unheard of numbers of orphans, had hundreds of thousands of children whose futures end right after they pass eighth grade exams due to the inability to pay the then $500 a year required for high school tuition and fees. How could you just not get involved? I mean, no wonder you have done such remarkable things. You know, I hear that story and I still cry because I had been to Kenya the year before for the first time in 24 years. But before I tell that story, I want to tell people something we just talked about, be doing something. Mm-hmm. And I thought we, we, it was just something which I've said before, be doing something. But actually then I thought as we are, we are just getting there, I said, you know, I need to share with people something, just a provoking thought. Guys, if you look at anybody who has ever been used by God to do anything useful, they were always found doing something. Whether it was fishing, whether it was taking care of cows, whether they were just taking care of their families, you are talking about Gideon, you are talking about you are talking about David, you are talking about the fishermen. God always uses people who are doing something. Get up, do something. God is going to use you. Absolutely. And that's the thing. So I really go to Kenya. And of course that time I had been Part of the rescue mission, the W, I mean the WCA, I had been part of the Optimist Football, YMCA, just different things in this community. But then when I go to Kenya for the first time after I left to come to college in Wyoming, where I picked my accent, I then... I'm sorry, you're making me laugh. (laughs) I went there and found devastation of AIDS. That elementary school, this is what is strange about that elementary school where I went. It was my own elementary school. And I had just gone there in the beginning of the year, I mean, after I left that elementary school, 1974. So I'm there, and uh, I see the principal, and uh, then the principal tells me that these kids are orphan. When I was in elementary school, there were only two kids orphan. 1970s. When I went back, 400 kids were orphans. Oh my gosh. that's and, un- and then when I was in high school, when I was going to Kenya in school in Kenya, everybody who passed to go to high school, it automatically they will go. People will do anything to go, even the poorest. But now, because of the things which had happened and the country AIDS and the poverty and the poverty and the corruption, these kids couldn't. I'm going to say this: I am a father of three daughters, and I did everything I could when they were growing up to make sure that they had quality education so that they don't marry men to be supported, but they marry men out of love. But if the men died or they divorced or anything happened, they could support themselves. Independ- and that was the goal. Independent women, yeah. Yeah, so basically, basically when, I, when I had these girls, actually, and then, of course, I met with other people within that short time, actually, I was so depressed for the first time in my life, I wished I was not here. And I, in fact, I questioned God. I even actually for the first time read a book on written by an atheist. And then the more I read it, I found out, oh no, this guy is not talking about the God I have seen for four miracles. This guy is not talking about the God I know. So that really affirmed and then I decided to create a non-profit organization, Caring Arts and Hands of Hope. 
actually from nowhere. I was because I'm as you said motivational speaking yep. and I was just doing my thing and but then I started talking about this so these young people I saw and the friends started just sponsoring him there the the and there. And I registered a non-profit organization not knowing where it's going to go, thinking maybe we can support 20, 30 students a year. Well, wow. and they were and they were going to other schools. They were going to different schools. Yes, school, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is we are talking about 2010, 2011. So with the other schools, then I, I we went that way, and uh, we 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 are able to support a lot. But that time we are now sending money to seventy nine different schools. Seventy nine. Seventy nine because we have students in different schools. Then I realized that sometimes we couldn't know what they are doing. But something happened actually twenty thirteen. That will change everything. I am in Kenya, and I decided to talk to the students themselves, not the teachers now or their pastors. And one girl, her name was Teresa, sees me the first day, and she has been knowing that I she is sponsored, and uh, she just tells me, you know, sponsor. She called me that. Thank you so much. There's something I want to share with you. Sometimes. When we are in school, but we can't attend classes or we are home because we don't have feminine hygienic supplies. Yeah, that's a big issue. I and and we don't even think about it not here. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. And earlier, actually, then I did research and found 20 million girls every year in developing countries miss school and sometimes drop out because of lack of feminine hygienic supplies. Yeah. And I thought, wow. What about if we had our school and put them together and provide them with those of everything, the resources they need? And then that way we can monitor their progress when they are sick and when they have feminine issues that they need medical attention, we can give them. I didn't know we would be creating one of the most successful stories in Kenya. 2015, we opened the door of our, our caring arts high school. In Kenya, bring these orphans and the children of windows. I mean, we, we single mothers and single fathers and the children from very poor families. And initially, this was all girls. They're all girls. It was all girls. It's all it girls. Was girls. All boarding school. Yep. And then bring t- caring teachers. And uh, within a matter of three years, basically, we turned out to be one of the best schools in the country. We okay in Kenya, just like last year. Let's say talk about the exams of 2019. Because 2020 is a lost year. 2019, the 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 country, uh, the people passing to go to university, on average, 18 percent went to university from the country. The senior high school class, 18 percent qualified to go to university. In our school, 68 point. Eight percent basically qualified to go to university this year. They are starting exams uh, in March um, the, 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 later this month, and they we we are expecting actually out of forty-five students, we are expecting thirty-nine, and it could be forty to go to university. That is amazing. It, it, it's, it's amazing what God can take and uh, broken, rejected. Humiliated, embarrassed, and feeling all lonely, and they turn them to something of beauty. That, that's that's what has happened. And talk about showing the hands of God, the love of God through that. Yeah, it is, and yeah. I I can share you stories and the stories. I'm thinking about working on my book that I started a year ago, and the thing is, every child there 
is sponsored by somebody from this community. Some of them listening to this program. And uh, here is somebody who has never probably been to Kenya. They hear about a story of a child. Get, God touches their heart and infers on that child's future. We, the letter we just sent out, uh, we are sending out the, the, to, in the very few days, is about a blind child. I saw the boy and that girl you read about the same day. You had been to the same school, but this kid, the boy was 18 and blind, and he had been passing and going to uh, repeating too, until he could grow big and get muscles so that he can be a laborer. Oh, blind wow. boy. We took him to the blind school. This guy went ahead and did very well. He first to go to university and he became a special education teacher. As I'm speaking here right now, he, I have photos of him with his new wife. Brand, I mean, he has just married and she is finishing university to be a teacher too. What a bright future. Think about that. Because and, somebody here sponsored them. Because... One of my my friends, they 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 live in um, those ones are sponsored by my friends who come from Payette, and basically, and they have seen them. One of the things which you have done with our sponsorship is everybody who sponsors a child and they go to Kenya, they see that child, they see their family, and the hundred percent of their donation goes to that student. And it's it, and folks, we don't or this this is not a fundraising show, and oh, we no, get no. that. But one of the things that has always impressed me, because we get so caught up in the cost of things here, mm -hmm. is how affordable it is. it is. It's, I think, is it $675 a year? That's mm -hmm. room, board, uniforms. B books. Books, everything. Creeps. You know, it that is amazing. Um, when I first met you, I think it was five hundred dollars a year. It and was. at that point I was laughing because I said I spend more than five hundred dollars a year on on blue jeans for my grandchildren. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's room and board and everything. So my son again, played my son played football. That was uh, he spent more buying football gear for a year, for a season than that. Than sponsoring a child mm -hmm. and giving mm -hmm. them a bright hope and future. But again, mm -hmm. I, I digress. So Time has gone by. So you opened the girls' school in 2015. Yes. And we're going to fast forward to 2020. Yes. Yeah. And, and really, really amazing, this story. So about 2017, I can't remember. About 2017, yes, I think so. 2017, I get somebody from online sends me an email and who has been reading what I'm doing and basically just says there's uh, some kids in my neighborhood who struggle a lot. They pass, but they can't go to good schools because the, the parents are poor. For some, it's the, for very far, the farthest from our school than any other place. But for some reason, I just feel touched to do something. So I sent one, um, our representative to go to their home and basically validate because we do that and because I come from a corrupt country and I know corruption there is lampant. So anyway, this guy goes there. He calls me from the home and tells me, they call me Daktari, which means doctor. Daktari, the situation is worse than what we had been told. Oh. So there were three boys. There were the two girls and the one boy who were struggling to go to high school. And the high school they were going to is very poor. They were paying $20 as, as, for three months, but they couldn't even manage Twenty dollars yeah. for three months. So I decided to bring the girls to caring hearts girls, and then the boys to the to a boys school, and uh, and uh, the boy goes there. 
in a sophomore class and the girl, one of the girls come to a sophomore class and then the other one freshman. The boy had done far better than the girls, which is very strange in Kenya. Most of the boys do far better than the girls in uh, elementary school because basically boys don't cook. They don't fetch water. They don't clean their siblings. They don't. Boys have more time to study than the girls. But when they came to carrying us where we have everything, actually it was shocking how the sister, one of the sisters who was in the same class with the boy, was the second best student in our caring high school. Oh, fantastic. She has now been called to do accounting in university. The boy didn't make it. Oh, how sad. Yeah, that's a point there. And I realized that in our school, we make sure that they have the resources, they have the support, they have have counseling and the motivational speaking. I mean, I believe in the words, spoken words. They have godly environment. And that is the difference we have between our school and the rest of the kids, the other schools. So we have decided to have a boys' school. We are building it. We bought a piece of land. And the school, the buildings which were there, were, it was actually a school. It was a girls' school. But the buildings were not built with the, with the structure or good structure or design and the strength. Basically, they could fall anytime. They were condemned by the ministry, but still allowed to operate. So we went there, and we are now completely 100% completed the dormitory. The classrooms are going to be done within the next two months completely. And in July, we will have caring high school for boys. So let me ask you this, because mm. I and I meant to ask when we were talking about the girls' school. Mm. How many girls? Because you have oh, a huge dormitory. Yes. So how many girls are we, in we, your oh, school? Oh, the, we, the girls, we have about one one hundred and ninety girls in the school. And uh, the thing is, just because we, I am very strict about the number of students we we recruit. In Kenya, you can find a class with the. 50 students, 60, 78 in the same class. But I have been undermanned. We only take 45 maximum. And even those five, actually they pay for themselves. I recruit 40 so that we can be able to provide for them. That's Mm. awesome. Mm. That's awesome. So how many boys will you be able to have at the boys boarding school? Okay, and a good question, really. A good question, Um, Right now, do you know when we talk about school for girls, many people don't know that we already have boys. Actually, we still send boys to different schools. So we have, uh, in total, we have 272 students in uh, in high school. That's amazing. Yes, 200. And 153 in universities. Yes. And we do have, you continue to support them we, in we university? university? Just because they go to university, it doesn't mean they are poverty is ended. They have nothing, and there is a loan they get, and they don't get the loan immediately. And so, actually, in fact, we realize that we are finishing them with high school education, but it was not helping them after high school. So it's almost actually the same system like in America, where you can have a foster child, mm-hmm. and when they turn 18, mm-hmm. you think they are adults, they can take care of themselves. Yep. Actually, that's the thing. So we do support them. But at the university, we also we have a system where they, we know they have HMS student as an account in every university. And we have access to their account. So we can know whether they have gotten government loans or not. Oh, and that's the, good. And we, and we have also to en- we encourage, we require, not even encourage, we encourage them to get that loan so that we can use the money to support more high school students. Yes. But uh, so we do have that. We saw the boys' school is going to have uh, 160, but we are built it for 320. 
for and 320. It's, even the Gauss is going to increase, but I just don't like it being overnight. Yeah. 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 Build mm-hmm. it build it as you can oh, as sure. you can manage it. Yes. Because mm-hmm. as you and I both know, in any kind of organization, mm-hmm. you can grow too fast. And, oh, then, yeah. and then you lose control. Oh, completely. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at some of your statistics and, mm-hmm. and you're right. Um so you built the school um in twenty fifteen. Yes, the girls. The mm-hmm. girls' school. Mm-hmm. Um so 2019 was really, if it's a four-year high school, was really the first year that you had. 2018. 2018, okay. Mm -hmm. So in 2018, 18 of the 38 went to university. Yes. But I love this because Mm -hmm. the others joined government-sponsored training institutions. Oh, by the way, I should say that. Even last year, 100% of our schools, our students, 100% of our students qualify for post-high school training yeah. or university. Yeah, that's, I was looking at your statistics yes. and yeah. I was, cause I'm a numbers geek yeah. and I was just like a hundred percent of their kids. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred percent. It's, you know, you, you brought up the foster care program yes. and, and we see this, you know, they hit 18 and, and, mm. and mm. as, as we have discussed on this program before, a foster kid doesn't come out of a great situation to begin with. And sometimes mm. they don't have all of the mm-hmm. skill set or mm. the stability yes. to pick up and run. Mm. And so, these kids, a lot of them are orphans. They come from not healthy mm-hmm. environments oh, sure. to begin with, and they live in a country where poverty is so great. The challenge, the challenge, okay, to not to tell you how bad it is. After coronavirus brought some breakdowns, mm-hmm. actually, we had to bring some of the kids back to school because they didn't have food. We had to bring even some of them. We have a girl in junior class, very brilliant. The second best student in our in our junior class, she's the, the mother died about two years ago, and she's the one who takes care of our kids, our siblings. No father paralyzed and went away. And so we had to take those children, the siblings, and put them in a boarding school so that the sister can concentrate on school. They, that's the, what, this is just to show you the emptiness of their lives. A kid taking care of kids. Yeah. Can you? I can't imagine that. Mm. Of course, I was also the youngest of all of my large family, mm. so you know, I, I guess I could have taken care of nieces and nephews, but you know, the reality for what we see here, you know, mm. we hear the phrase first world problems" mm. all the time, but until we look at how desperate the situations mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. be, mm-hmm. Um, so where can people? Find more information and information on how they can help. You may have to tell them because of my Wyoming accent. <laughs> oh, caring hearts and the hands of hope. Say that one more time. It's caring hearts and hands of hope, all spelled out, dot yeah. com. Yes. That's your website. And yes, that's where okay. you can get more information. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like more information or to read the story and see the written information, the story about your boys' school is in our current issue of oh, Christian sure. Living Magazine, mm-hmm. which Thank is you so much. still available on in over 600 locations in southern Idaho. Or you can go to our website and read it at christianlivingmag.com. That's christianlivingmag.com. Dr. Vincent, thank you so much for joining me today. God bless you for all you do, truly for these who could really be the least of these. Thank you. Folks, we invite you back next week when we have a special guest in store for you, someone, I promise, who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. 
This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.